helping to secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. This is the Constitution Study on the America Out Loud Network with your host, Paul Engel. pedophilia is a charged term. No one wants to be thought of as a pedophile, not to mention that in all 50 states, acts of pedophilia are criminal, even a felony in most of them, and I believe requires the convicted to register as a sex offender. So why would I use such an inflammatory term in the title and content of this episode? Simple. Words matter. The use of euphemisms to water down a topic has become so commonplace that we don't even notice it anymore. Murdering unborn children has become the right to choose. Sodomy has become the, quote, gay lifestyle. And pedophilia, well, it's now called the transgender community. Now, pedophilia is, is defined as a psychiatric disorder in which an adult has sexual fantasies about or engages in sexual acts with, with a prepubescent child. Now, look at all of the attempts to sexualize children today. Do you really think that these do not arise out of the sexual fantasies of the adults involved? From drag queen story hours to the myth of gender-affirming care, our sex-obsessed society has apparently turned much of its attention to our children. Will the parents, no, our society, stand by and watch while this child abuse takes place? Well, hello there, everyday Americans. Paul Engel here with the Constitution Study. This is where we read and study the Constitution. We teach the rising generation to be free. And today, well... This may not be appropriate for young ears. So if you're listening with children around and you don't want them hearing about the adults that are coming after them, maybe a time to, to either turn to a different channel or, or play this podcast later. Because I think the information is important because it's this idea, words matter. I'm tired of playing the euphemism game. Murdering babies is murder. Uh, you know, abortion is murder. Uh, and uh, this 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 gender denying care, it's not gender affirming care, it's gender denying care, is pedophilia. It's the desires, the sexual fantasies about children to look at a child, to look at a little boy, and think of it as a little as him as a little girl has got to be something wrong in your head. And the fact that we are that that so many parents are allowing this to happen is truly disturbing. The question is, will society as a whole stand by and watch this child abuse happen right under our noses? I mean, take look at this example. This was the, the 2023 New York City Pride Parade, and, and, and you just listen to it. You don't need to take my word for it. Those are their own words. We're here. We're queer. We're coming for your children. This is a blatant call to pedophilia. And it's about time we stop playing the euphemism game and pretend, oh, it's just they're, they're different. They're odd. No, they're sick. These people have a mental disease and, and not just the, the transgender nonsense. 
but the whole sexualized community coming after our children. Are we going to defend them or not? It, it, it's, we're well beyond stranger danger. We have an organized attempt to sexualize and pervert our children, and are we going to stand for it? Take a look at this. This story came out of uh, Springfield, Illinois. The Springfield, Illinois YMCA. Now, for those of you who don't know, YMCA stands for Young Men's Christian Association. I know it's lost, lost a lot of its meaning over the years. It's kind of the reason why I'm pointing out the pedophilia here, because we've learned these these uh, these things. But, um, uh, well, there was an event happened on, on April 23rd. Uh, this one man said his 16-year-old daughter, a member of the YMCA spy swim team, entered the girls' locker room to change out of her swimsuit and noticed a couple of transgender individuals sitting in the locker room. My daughter went back out on the pool deck and informed the head swim coach, uh, Alex uh, Tortura, of the situation, and he responded by stating, there's nothing I can do about it. Uh, let's see, going on, it said, on May 10th, 2023, the spy swim team held their monthly parent meeting where the issue of girls' locker room used by biological males was brought up. The meeting was attended by Angie Soule, chief executive order officer of the YMCA. The parents were told there's nothing that can be done about it. Parents asked if the YMCA could ask transgender members to use the family changing area, which are private bathrooms with toilet, sink, shower, and changing area, instead of using the girls' locker room. The YMCA staff said they could not do that because it's discrimination uh, and uh, against the law. Bullcrap. Any law that says you can have a, uh, men in a women's locker room is, you know, it's discrimination against the young ladies. I don't know how old these dudes were, but if you have a 16-year-old changing out of her swimsuit, that is not a place for a dude, whether he has a mental issue or not. The YMCA in Springfield, Illinois, is now complicit in pedophilia, allowing men to spy on you. You know, if they, if they did this outside of school, right? You see a pedophile outside of school leering at the children, they get, they get rousted. But now, no, suddenly, these are protected class. No, these are perverts with mental problems. And the YMC, as a small child, I swam, I, when we lived in New York City, I swam in a YMCA pool. It was a place where my mother felt it was safe for my sister and I to go swimming. Not anymore. The, the YMCA, at least the one in Springfield, Illinois, is now uh, 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 complicit with encouraging pedophilia. And again, well, there's a law. That law is not only insane, it's ridiculous, it's unconstitutional. Do you know why? Because it denies to the girls the right to some privacy. The liberty to follow thousands of years of history, to segregate uh, uh, the sexes in those intimate situations, to have separate... Boys and girls' bathrooms, boys and girls' locker rooms, boys and girls' changing rooms. Therefore, that law is a violation of the 14th Amendment and is void. Those aren't my words, by the way. Again, Alexander Hamilton, the Supreme Court, uh, ex parte Siebold, uh, Norton v. Shelby County. These, the, 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 Ms. Soule, 
should be confronted with the fact that you are now complicit. You are an accessory after the fact for pedophilia. If anything, God forbid, if anything should happen to one of these young ladies, to one of these potentially children, small children, because Ms. Soul and the rest of the YMCA refuse to protect them, then they should go to jail as accessories of pedophilia because they know, they know they're allowing men in the ladies' room. Where's law enforcement? Where are the rest of the concern? Where does a concerned society that says the YMCA is now Herbert Central? Where? I mean, the YMCA, they've already made accommodations for these people with this mental issue. They set up private locker rooms. They call them family changing areas. A private bathroom, a private changing area, everything they need to simply, on their own, hey, you're, you're, you're a dude, you think you're a girl, you don't want to go into the men's room, fine. Here's a family changing area for you. Just you be my guest. Nope. They want to spy on the young girls. These are perverts. And the American society is putting up with it. I mean, at least these guys are peeping toms. Where are the neighbors? Where's the society saying, you know, running the peeping toms out of, out of the area? Used to be, right? There was a peeping tom. The dad grabbed the kid by the scruff of the neck and threw him off the property. Where is that? Could it be that America has become so perverted that we don't even recognize this pedophilia, these peeping toms, right under our noses? And guess what? Schools are complicit as well. These, these are accessories to pedophilia. Again, no more playing games with euphemisms. Two schools in Seattle, public schools, now offer unspecified gender transition services, what they refer to as gender-affirming care. I told you, it's gender denial. It denies the facts. It denies the, the gender, the, the sex of these, these children. And they're doing it in, with, through in-school clinics. And guess what? What are the people doing about it? If you have a child going to Nova High School or Meany Middle School, right? So we're talking not just high school, middle schools at one, or, uh, as well. Their child can go. They can get medical treatment. They can get counseling services. They can be groomed into the subject of a pedophile. And what's happening? And oh, by the way, yeah, they're not telling the parents. The parents are kept in the dark. This is child abuse, ladies and gentlemen. This is a this is a, a violation. The, the, the schools cannot legally give the children an aspirin, but they're giving them medical help, medical treatment. They can't perform counseling without parental consent, but they're doing it. And they're doing it with your money, and they're destroying your societies and Many people are sitting back going, oh, woe is me. What can we do? Now, they're working with the, what they call it, the, the country doctor community health centers, where they're literally putting these, these hormone treatments as if it were just normal care. You go to the same, your primary uh, uh, clinic, you can get, you know, your wellness exam, cancer screenings, uh, you know, 
treatment for, for health conditions. Oh, yeah, and you get hormones to permanently modify your body. These are, this is a group of pedophiles. And uh, uh, the, according to the, I guess, their website, the Nova Wellness Center offers no-cost, comprehensive, trauma-informed, and gender-affirming care conveniently at the school. The Wellness Center is staffed full-time by a clinic administrator, medical providers, and behavior health specialists. School is not a safe place for a child anymore. Because the school used to work really hard to keep the pedophiles out. Now they're inviting them in under the euphemism of gender-affirming care. No, ladies and gentlemen, this is gender-denying care. This is grooming to create pedophilia uh, uh, victims. Victims. And this is reported, and what are the people doing about it? Now, okay, this is Seattle. Maybe it's just, you know, Herbert USA. Maybe the parents in, in Seattle are just fine with their children being groomed into, into itty-bitty little perverts. Maybe they're okay with, uh, you know, life-altering decisions being made without their the, the parents being informed. Untested, right? You know, I shouldn't say not properly tested for this application. Drugs being used. Are they going to eventually recommend surgeries? Think of the psychological damages being done to these children. Not to mention the physical damage being done to these children. And the American people, what are we doing about it? I say we're not doing enough. Part of the reason because we've allowed the euphemism to run. Gender-affirming care. Stop it. My recommendation, every time someone brings up gender-affirming care, it's gender-denying care. You're talking to people? No, that's gender-denying care. You're denying the basic biological fact right in front of you that these these uh, the, these clinics are training pedophilia victims. These these moves to sexualize our children are truly acts of of you know, are, are, seem to stem from a a pedophilia thought process, right? Because pedophilia is not simply the act; it's the the psychiatric disorder. The, the, uh, that were, uh, the fantasies of turning boys into girls. That's a sexualized fantasy. Therefore, it's the, it's the, the psychiatric disorder of pedophilia. We need to stop playing games. And yeah, people are going to call us names, and they're going to all upset. I do not care. Do you know why I don't care? Because I think the safety and health of our children are worth more than a bunch of whiny little weasels, whether they have uh, law enforcement powers or not, trying to convince me that it's okay for the pedophiles to run loose in our society. And you may know, this has got me wound up, and it's got me wound up good. But I have to take a break before I get to the other content. As I go, though, you know, I was doing an interview last night uh, with a, a couple of guys I know up in Ohio. Uh, Pod Bless America. Uh, you can find it. Uh, I don't know when they're going to post it. I think they're posting it uh, on Monday, but I'm not sure. But you can see me. It's on YouTube. They do an audio as well uh, on Pod Bless America. And we were opened up. We were commenting on our fired up flags. I got this fired up flag. It's now my backdrop on Zoom. So all my video calls, you can see this. It's a beautiful flag. I, Wayne Fox did a beautiful job. He took 
my logo, the American flag, and he carved it three-dimensionally. It's got waves in it. It is beautiful. You can find a picture of it on his website, which is uh, uh, facebook.com slash, uh, was it, uh, Fox Fired Up Flags, right? Facebook.com slash Fox Fired Up Flags. You can see a picture of this and the other work that he does. If you're interested in stuff, contact him. He will work with you to create something unique for you, or you can just use one of his already, his existing creations. I love it. It looks even better in person than it does on, on video. So give it a try. Again, that's facebook.com slash Fox Fired Up Flags. Now, the other thing is I'm going to be hitting the road in a few days. And of course, I got to throw in my bag my immune super boost from Healthy Cell. See, when I travel, I often get the crud. Now, usually when I'm going to, to events where I'm meeting lots of people and my immune system needs a little extra support. That's Healthy Cell's Immune Super Boost. It combines over a dozen immune supplements into a simple, easy-to-use, travel-ready gel pack. I throw them in my bag. Every day, I pop one open and suck it down. Or you could mix it with, with a drink if you prefer that way. But you have to remember, as an America Out Loud listener, you can get 25% off your first order. All you have to do is use the code OUTLOUD at checkout. So please go to americaoutloud.shop. And you'll find the Healthy Cell card. Click on that. It'll give you all the information you need. But make sure you use the code out loud at checkout. It lets them know that you listen to America Out Loud. And as a thank you, well, they'll give you 25% off your first order. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. America Out Loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. Well, we know you because we are you. AmericaOutloud.com, join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all.
I don't know how to say it better than that. Now, let me make a point here. You know, I'm not saying that all transgender people are pedophiles. I believe they all have a psychiatric issue, uh, a gender dysphoria, which was, was until recently considered a psychiatric issue. I believe it is a psychiatric issue. But some of the transgender, and again, it's not just the transgenders. There are people that are coming for our children. They're here, they're queer, they're coming for our children, and it's up to us to defend them. Now, maybe because I'm a father, and uh, you know, there's something about parenthood that that makes us defensive of our children, right? Whether it's the 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 father protector, whether it's the mama bear, and trust me, you never want to mess with a mama bear and her cubs, but. We have this, this, most people, when they become parents, have this, this natural desire, this urging to protect their children. And it tends to spill out, to want to protect other children, to see them as, as young and innocent and allow them the chance to be such. You know, there's a, a friend of ours, he's, he's in our church, and uh, right now he's a single dad. And he's got a child. I think she's she's young. She's under two years old. And you know what? I I you know my daughter's fully grown. My daughter's an adult. She's moved out of the house. But you know what? To see that little kid toddling around in the back, to do what I can to help. It's 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 this natural thing, which is why it, I get so confused. I get driven crazy when I see parents and other adults that are not only allowing, but in many cases encouraging the the sexual degradation of our children. I, I saw this article in the Epoch Times, and it brought up an interesting question. So in, uh, was it, uh, I guess it's Sonoma County, California, wine country. Uh, they have a, a, they've been having a, a drag queen story hour. Now, back uh, July 5th, uh, a bunch of parents and grandparents showed up at the commissioner's meeting to uh, ask what is going on. They, why not only are, is, is the county having this, it's actually being sponsored by the Sonoma County Library Commission, meaning they're taking tax dollars and they're using that information, those tax dollars, to have hypersexualized dressed men dressed up hypersexualized as women reading strutting grinding in front of small children children probably as young as my friend's daughter being paid for by tax money i have to ask what 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 is wrong with us what happened to that natural instinct to desire to protect child not our children childhood so the, the you know you grow up and yeah you know, I remember as a child you you played and you made friends and you had fights with your friends and you got skinned knees and you learned a lot of things there was nothing about sex in that dealing with small children so why are we doing that to our children now according to one commissioner at the Sonoma County uh, Commission he said well there was nothing sexual about the presentation there were no sexual movements you have a dude dressed up as a woman and and in a in an outfit designed to um inflame sexual passions granted it's not as suggestive as some others but 
Really? Is that what you're trying to tell children? To confuse them about the difference between men and women? I mean, what are the first words probably each and every one of us said? Mama, Dada. What's wrong with us when we're trying to confuse children about the difference between mom and dad? And why is the American taxpayer paying for it? I have another question. Of those parents and grandparents that showed up there, um, good, good on you. But why do you continue to pay taxes to be used for such a thing? Is it because there just aren't enough parents and grandparents that are worried about this? Could it be that there are plenty of them that are worried about this, but they're just not willing to get off their lazy backsides and do something about it? You see, we talk about politics being downstream from culture. Of course, we also talk about culture being downstream from politics. Here, they're in this nasty loop. It was you know, the 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 um the library commission didn't do this, didn't come up with this drag queen story hour out of nothing. Some pervert came up with this idea, and now it's growing like wildfire. And the American people seem unwilling to do much, if anything, about it. At least not that we're hearing about. Maybe there's more. Maybe there is, there are people standing up, and we're just not hearing about it because it's being filtered by the media. Maybe the media's in it as well. I mean, I remember when the uh, the first homosexual character was introduced to national television. I also remember when the first interracial kiss was performed on national television. That's a, a that's a whole other question. But we've gone from that to now celebrating people with mental disorders getting positions in and you know you have you have dudes being you know, winning the miss you know the was a Miss Sweden contest. You have uh, uh, dudes playing chicks in, in in television. Of course, there's a little bit to that that it has a historical bent to it, right? Because back in the, I think in the Shakespearean times, all the parts were played by men. And men would dress up as women and play the part because they didn't think women could be actors. It was not meant to be sexualized. But now we have schools. And we have public libraries that are all becoming havens for perversion, for pedophiles. Now, guess what? When people stand up, they get called all sorts of names, right? Bigots, fascists, hateful. No, we are concerned about our children. And we do not want some pervert confusing our children, teaching our children something that's not true. If when they grow up, they have questions, okay, ask the questions. If when they become adults, they want to participate in this, go ahead. I still think it's wrong. I still think it's stupid, but I get, I grant you the liberty to do stupid things. That's what freedom and liberty are all about. But when you are targeting children, you are brainwashing children into, into be victims of pedophilia and I, I get so angry at this because not, not only do I see the harm done to our children, but I also see our future. I, imagine a future where 
you know, the, the having having teenage boys leering at the girls in the girls' locker room is normal. It's become it's treated as normal because, well, you have a whole generation grown up saying it's okay for young boys to leer at young girls, whether they are being hypersexualized with drag queens or this because you want to be in the girls' room to spy on the uh, the spy on the young little girls. What are we training our children to be? Now, there are some places that are pushing back. And, um, you know, a couple of states are pushing back. Um, Montana recently uh, passed a law that prohibited drag shows before children. Now, they don't prohibit drag shows. But like so many other things that are considered adult entertainment, they are limited to adults. I even remember when a child was not allowed to enter a a uh, uh, an R-rated movie or even a PG-rated movie if they were really young without the parents. We've gotten to the point now where we want to have uh, the, these sexualized, these adult sexualized entertainment in front of our children. So Montana uh, passed this this law recently, and of course, it didn't take long before a lawsuit was filed claiming that uh, um, it was impermissibly vague and unconstitutional. Now, the lawsuit was filed by somebody, a, 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 some, again, confused person, a transgender writer, who uh, they had a talk on this LMNOP, LGBTQ, whatever issues, uh, at, at a local library canceled by city officials, apparently because of this law. I'm not quite sure because... As I understand, the law prohibits drag queens, not simple discussions, but okay. So we'll have to see where this goes, because here's the question. Who are we, are we going to, are we going to sacrifice our children to, de to protect the perversion of the adults? The, 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 the pedophilia, the sexualization, are we going to destroy our children to make adults feel better? That to me, seems to be so that that's so close to where we have become as a nation that we are willing to sacrifice our children for our own comfort. You see it in the thirty-three trillion dollar or thirty-four trillion dollar deficit, where we're willing to borrow money in our kids' name to make our lives feel better. We see it with the uh, uh, with the homosexuals willing to um, create children, not. You know, so that they could feel better about themselves. I'm not saying all of them, but there's there certainly are quite enough of us. We've seen it with the what was the term for prostitutes, where you have adults that have the, they're taking their small children and dressing them up, you know, to do these these little fat not fashion a beauty contests, and they're literally dressing them up like little prostitutes in some cases. The, the American mind has become so depraved in many of us to look at that and say, to make me feel better, we'll sacrifice our children. And again, this is nothing new. You've all heard, probably heard of, of a father who is trying to relive his glory days through his son, through sports, pushing his son to uh, participate in different uh, uh, sports activities uh, for the purpose of um, kind of refilling his manhood? I don't know. 
The difference today is not that this stuff didn't happen before. The difference is so much of it is focused on sex, uh, on this this obsession, these fantasies of sexualized children. And if we don't recognize that, it it's going to become the quote unquote new normal. And and we'll you know the next generation will think it's normal for all of that. And we're losing more than just than just modesty. What happens when five, six, seven-year-olds are not are introduced into the ideas of sex, into the techniques of sex in some cases? What does that do to their mind? What does that do to their future sex lives? What are we sacrificing for this pedophilia de- uh, uh, idea of turning our children into little sex objects? Here's an example, right? So, um, a Milwaukee area school district uh, created a created a policy uh, back in June that would um, uh, basically it would prohibit it would require students to go to use the restroom of their biological sex, and uh, they they did allow for certain exceptions and accommodations on a case-by-case basis. At least that's what's being reported by the local NBC affiliate. So here you have, it's like, no, boys go to the boys' room, girls go to the girls' room. If you have, if you would like an exception there's a, or some sort of accommodation, it would be reviewed on a case-by-case basis. Well, that wasn't good enough because the mother of an 11-year-old who had already turned her daughter into a transgender I, I I seriously doubt an 11-year-old got that confused all on her own. I can't prove it. I seriously doubt it. But she took this opportunity to file a lawsuit. Now, the question was, you know, that did she did she seek an accommodation? Did she seek an exception or did she simply go to the to the law to have her sexualized child used as a pawn in this debate? Now, a federal judge, um, I guess he put an injunction against the school uh, to prohibit the school from going ahead with this policy. But in that, that, that court order, he wrote that the student was designated male on her birth certificate. No, she was born. He was born male. See, even I get confused on it. He was born male. They didn't simply go, doctors didn't simply pick the baby up, swat it on the bottom and go, hmm. I don't know if you're a boy or a girl. Flip a coin. Boy. Okay. We'll put male on the birth certificate. Baloney. It's a boy. It was marked so on his birth certificate. But the idea that this child, and according to the judge, this boy has identified as female since the age of three. I'm sorry. No three-year-old knows the difference. Right? They're not, they're not sitting going, gee, I think I'm a girl today. So you have the mother, you have the judge using this poor little girl, this poor little boy as a pawn in this pedophilic agenda to sexualize our children, whether it's to turn them into little perverts or just turn them into uh, victims of pedophilia. And uh, you know what? I would hope, I, I don't know, I hope that this school Simply tells the judge, go pound sand. Uh, your, your, your ruling, your order has no basis in law. It has no basis in the Constitution. You have no jurisdiction here. 
because you're not you, 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 the only claim you might have is that you're violating equal protection under the law. What about the equal protection for everybody else? I doubt they'll do it because most uh, uh, most lawyers are scared stiff when or, you know scared or terrified of of federal judges. But you know what? Maybe we'll find people at a school board that realize that this that this order is null and void because it violates the Constitution. It, it violates the rights of the of all the, the 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 little kids that don't want to be turned into little sex objects by these perverts. Now listen, I have to take another break. Before I go though, do me a favor. Make AmericaOutloud.news a daily stop for news and happenings. It's where you get all different ideas from different points of views. It's imp more important than ever that we take this information, the, the stories, the articles, the podcasts, the videos, and we share them. We let the world know that most of America is not a bunch of perverts sexualizing our children or any other topics that we're dealing with. The way you do that is by sharing this information. That means you can help not just share news about the America Out Loud, but you can help secure the blessings of liberty for us and for our children. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter the body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Welcome back, Everyday Americans. You rejoined the Constitution study, and today I'm showing you that pedophilia is alive and well in the United States. We have a lot of euphemisms for it, right? We have drag queen story hours. We have, uh, you know, they, they call it uh, gender-affirming care for children. Um, you know, But what you're talking about is pedophilia. When you're dealing with children, it's pedophilia. Now, in the last uh, segment, I talked about a, uh, a school that tried to stand up against the, the pedophiles, and even a court, federal court judge said, nope, you have to allow the perverts, you have to allow the sexual deviants 
to the little boys to go into the little girl's room and vice versa without any basis in law. Well, not all federal judges are that stupid. Uh, I say stupid because, listen, he, that federal judge claimed that the, he was assigned, he was designated as male at birth. No, he was born a boy. He had the parts. But not all judges are that stupid. So um, Tennessee passed a law that was supposed to take effect, I think it was January 1st, that would um, prohibit health care providers from providing minors with sex change procedures, including surgeries, purity blockers, sex, cross-sex hormones, any drug or device intended for the purpose of changing a person's sex. All right. That's that that was a law. Now it didn't take very long. Again, that was sued as well. Uh, uh Judge Eli Richardson put a temporary block on the Tennessee law just a couple days before it was supposed to go into effect. Now, good news. Uh, uh on January 8th, the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals granted the Tennessee's Tennessee's request to pause the injunction uh while the appeal is pending. So while this is all going on, the question is, will uh, young people, minors, be allowed to permanently alter themselves? Uh, we wouldn't do it for, you know, if, if a young boy said, I want to walk in and says, I want to cut off my left arm. I, I, I am convinced. I was born with only one arm and my, my left arm doesn't, so I want you to amputate it. We'd send them to the psych ward. That same boy walks into a clinic and says, I want you to cut my penis off. Nope. Suddenly he's supposed to be fine. So Tennessee stands up. And again, the law only applies to minors. Now, I, 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 I get very carefully because I haven't read the entire bill. And the reason I do is because you, it, it tacks very close to interfering in parental rights. But none of us would be okay if a parent said, you know, my, I, I, I think my son is diabetic and should take insulin. Um, your son isn't diabetic. He doesn't need it. But no, I, I'm sure he's diabetic. So give me insulin for the kid. Um, we wouldn't think that was okay. We'd think, you know, the, maybe the parent's not all there and we should protect the child from something going on in the, in the parent's life. Um, but cross-sex hormone? Hey, no problem. Shoot the kid up. So this isn't over, right? Because Tennessee, we still got the lawsuit. We still have to to go forward. But I find it absolutely jaw dropping. I shouldn't say amazed at this point because, you know what? No matter how idiot proof you make something, they'll always make a better idiot. To see that 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 people will say, you know, no, no, no. We should allow kids to make lifetime, permanent alterations to their bodies when they're. When they're they're so young they can't they're not allowed to vote they're not allowed to buy alcohol they're not allowed to buy a firearm they're not allowed to in many cases not allowed to drive but you're going to let them mutilate themselves physically or medically that's okay there's just something wrong with the American psyche that's pushing this now again I don't know how many people are actually pushing this I really don't because as often as I look at this I say you know. It's the perspective, it's a forced perspective, right? If one out of a hundred people is, uh, you know, if, if there's a crowd of a hundred people and one out of a hundred is wearing a red shirt and all you do is focus on that red shirt, you'd 
you would believe that, hey, everybody there is wearing a red shirt. I, I, I see that. So I don't know. But it, uh, th- there's definitely a, uh, a not, no longer insignificant percentage of Americans, or I should say, uh, yeah, of Americans that um, either are active or a, uh, uh, conspiring with pedophile, uh, pedophiles, with, with people who have a sexualized fantasy about children, whether that is, um, whether that's a, a an actual sexual sexual fantasy or just the fantasy that uh, you know, hey, I'd like to see that little boy in a dress, or I'd like to see that little girl, you know, made up as a boy, and in the, and, and in the other the the opposite bathroom, and of course, what that does to the children, it's it's awful. So I got a question from a, a regular listener, someone who's been um, involved on uh, with the Constitution study. He's he's listened to a lot of my programs, and um, he sent me this question, which really fits in today. And he said, uh, I've been trying to think of a permanent way to prevent perverts from entering schools in my state. However, I can't make a law stopping these perverts from going into a government facility. There may be several ways to delay the entrance of such a person in the facility, but I want to have a permanent solution. Since we know that the only way we can deprive a person's right is through due process, what if we had a local judge go through due process to provide the right of the person to enter this government building? This should work. What do you think? Uh, I want to tell you that uh, you have a slight misunderstanding of due process. Due process does not mean you go before a judge. Due process, according to the Free Legal Dictionary, is a government or judicial process designed to protect the rights of the individual. Now, I'm not sure exactly you know, what this person's, who this person's talking about, if it involves some of this transgender nonsense or not. Um, but here's the thing. Like, so, like, like, as we see in so many places, um, where is the... Uh, the, the due process would be in finding that this person's actually a pervert. Right? Has this person been adjudicated as a, 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 a sexual predator uh, or some other scenario designed to, uh, uh, to, 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 I don't say hurt people, but, you know, are we talking about somebody that's, that, you know, a, a, a male going into the, the ladies' room or the ladies' locker room? Um, I don't know the details there. But if you're going to talk about due process, then if this person if you've got evidence that this person is going into the schools for uh what we say perverted reasons, whether it's ogling small children or encouraging sexual deviance, then you have to you know, yes, you, you could have a judge and go through due process. Where's the evidence? Let him let him challenge that evidence. Let him bring witnesses in his favor. Um, and if he's adjudicated as a sexual predator, then you know someone that should go on the sexual offenders list. Then okay, then you can prevent them from going into the school. So on the one hand, I, I like this person because you're dealing with an individual. You're saying this individual is. Is dangerous to our children because, in his words, he's a pervert, and um, we need to, you know, how do we uh, prevent them from having access to the, the the children? And that may be the question. 
the the question becomes um what what is this person trying to do is it legal or not and if you can show evidence that this person's trying to do something illegal then yes you can have them banned from the property uh that's uh that that's but there's another way of doing this i've been talking a lot about using words and standing up and 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 not just parents but society as a whole having to do something about this because it's like we keep waiting for someone else to go do this well here's one dad uh in south carolina at a a school board meeting who had uh, his his own idea there's a big difference between a book ban and eliminating access to this material now in the video he's talking about uh these banning these sexualized books from young children and he's reaching into his backpack. He's obviously running around, and he's he's looking for something. This is where it got interesting. There's your chicken feet. I give you this gift as a way to demonstrate mine and many others' opinion of your lack of action. Chicken, too afraid. Matter of fact, your behavior gives chicken a pat name. Thank you. <laughs> he called out the members of the school board. He said, you are chicken. You are afraid to do what is right. Now I don't know all the details about the the situation what he was he was he was dealing with, but what we're talking about he said you're dealing with they, they call it a book ban right taking sexualized content that's being presented to children sometimes small children and um, uh, making sure that's not available in schools now if a parent wants to get this for their child that's different, but he's he's protesting the the sexually explicit books um, being put in the school district's libraries. And uh, I think the chicken feed was, it was a nice touch. Because he basically said, you're chicken, you're cowards, you're afraid to do the right thing. Maybe that's where too many of the American people are. Are we afraid to the right, should we be eating the chicken feed? Are we afraid to, to stand up and defend not just our children, but all of the children? Now, I'm not playing the uh, the the uh, Joe Biden game. They're all our children, or the Hillary Clinton. It takes a village. No, no, they're your child. But you know what? If you want to stand up and defend your child, wouldn't it be nice if somebody, somebody, were to stand up with you and and help? If someone were willing to stand in front of a school board and call them chicken, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be something that might encourage other parents and other people in the community to stand up and say, you know what, this guy's right, you are chicken. And the first thing we're going to do is call you out for being chicken. And then we're going to see if we can get you removed because you're obviously unqualified for office because you're too afraid to do what, what is right. And if nothing else, we're going to make sure that come next election, everyone in the district knows you're a chicken that you're unqualified for office. We'll find people that have backbone, that have guts, that have fortitude to stand up and do what's right, even if people call them names, even if people threaten lawsuits, even if people say you're on the wrong side of history. That's one of the the, the components of the Constitution Study Patriots Program. I call it the Minutemen. The men and women that are prepared, they have the information, they have the, the fortitude to stand up for what is right. Now, maybe they won't show up at a school board meeting and throw a bag of chicken feed. Maybe what they'll do is stand up at a school board reading, meeting and show how what they're doing 
is not only illegal, it's criminal. It's not just unconstitutional. It's criminal. That they are contributing to the uh, delinquency of a minor. That they are they are complicit in and accessories to pedophilia, the sexualized fantasies of, of of people for children. Maybe they'd have the 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 constitutional awareness to know the dangers of you know not simply the book bans, but letting boys into girls' bathrooms and girls into boys' bathrooms and locker rooms and changing and recognizing that the 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 mental deficiency of the one does not overrule the rights of the many. See, there's an interesting quote. Now it's attributed to Thomas Jefferson, but I have not found proof of that yet. Uh, when he talked about uh, uh, democracy being mob rule, where 51 percent can overrule the rights of the other 49, well, here you have a small group of individuals that have convinced 51 percent in many locations that it's okay to be perverts, it's okay to, to sexualize children, it's okay to introduce things they're not ready for, and it's okay to do it without you know, behind the backs of the parents. But you see, that's why we're a republic, not a democracy. See, a republic says it doesn't matter if 51% say it's a good idea. 51% are willing to go along with the perversion because you have rights. And those rights supersede the will of the majority, whether it's an actual majority or just a majority of people who are willing to go along and not fight the good fight, fight for what is right, stand up for the truth. Now, if you if that Minuteman program sounds interesting, you want to learn more about the Patriots program, go to constitutionstudy.com slash patriots. I've recorded my first boot camp. Uh, I'm still putting the video together. It will be available. I'm hoping to get it done by the end of July. It'll be available for free on the website. And if you go through that, then you'll be invited to join us as a Constitution Study Patriot. We're all familiar with the sign of Uncle Sam pointing his finger going, we're looking for a few good men. Well, we're looking for a few good patriots, men and women that will stand up for what's right, that will, that will call, call this out as pedophilia. The sexualization of our children is pedophilia, and we need to use that term. Even if it doesn't shame the pedophiles, we need to use that term so that people realize just how serious what is happening is. As I said, my daughter is grown, but I feel for and I fear for the young people today that have been indoctrinated into this sexualized idea that, that they are sexual beings at a younger and younger age, that they are being prepared to be victims of pedophilia, and that all of these institutions and all of these people who are accessories to this, this grooming, this indoctrination. And I'm really disturbed by the lack of revolt coming from the, the American people. You know, I find it amazing. The American people will stand up against Target, uh, against Bud Light, uh, against woke movies, uh, against all of these things, and, and against Disney. We see their stock prices going down. We see them losing money, and people are cheering. Where are they standing against these pedophiles and the grooming and indoctrination that's being done to our children as young as five years old?
you can be as happy as you want about the the the, the losses for Disney and Anheuser Busch and, Tar- and Target. But if we don't protect the next generation, that'll all mean nothing. Now, I hope you'll come back and join me here for the Constitution Study every weekday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on America Out Loud Talk Radio, heard on the iHeartRadio network. If you can't listen then, all my episodes go to podcasts generally a day or two after they're broadcast on the radio. Find them in your favorite podcast app, but do me a favor, subscribe to the show. Leave me a rating and review. It helps other people find the Constitution Study as well. Find all the links at the homepage at americaoutloud.news, but please share them. Share this information, share this episode and all the episodes, and share the blessings of liberty. Liberty.